0: All right, time to bring in the TV voice of the Utah Jazz, Craig Bowlerjack. Bowler, good morning.
1: Hello, gentlemen. How are you? 18-2,
0: and two, plus Mike Conley. Undefeated to the All-Star break. Am I right, Bowler?
1: <laughs> oh, my. What a run that would be. Um, you know, Mike uh, obviously has come back with uh, the spark and the playmaking skills that everyone thought he still had and hoped hope he had. You know, I told uh, Coach Q the other night at this he looked fresh mentally, uh, which also equals uh, the fresh side of the physical side of things, but I thought the mental side was maybe the most important part. Uh, you know, you said for 14 games you can either do two things. You can kind of sulk and wither away, uh, but he stayed engaged, guys, throughout this whole process of getting back on the floor Traveling with the team, and I think you know, you saw the fact that he was still engaged. By the way that uh, the team responded to his uh, his pretty impressive play in in uh, you know what would you say fifteen eighteen minutes. I don't have I'm driving right now, but they um, they basically had you know the whole team cheering for him, wanting him to be back on the floor, and maybe his biggest cheerleader was Quinn Snyder. He wanted him back somehow in this rotation, so. So far, so good. And, and getting to your point, I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, I'm excited to see how this team really does play against the Dallas, uh, the Houstons, uh, the Denver Nuggets. Because strangely, as we have already passed the halfway mark, the NBA didn't schedule uh, any of those teams, and even the San Antonio Spurs uh, until now. So we're going to get a heavy dose, and I think we'll get a good, some good answers about just how good this team is right now.
2: Yeah, which is actually a favor when you think about it, because if they might have got those teams earlier, I don't know that they could have beaten them. And now, given the fact that they're playing as well as they are, I'd rather have these teams later. I'd rather have them post-Clarkson, post-Joe Ingles into the starting lineup, because this team, relative to where it was in September, well, September doesn't matter as much, but October and November, in my mind, they're just substantially better.
1: They are. They are. The Clarkson uh, acquisition and Dante's... You know, trade up to Cleveland, the release of Jeff Green, the more minutes for Tony Bradley. But I still think the Jordan Clarkson, uh, you know, trade uh, really significant PK energy, uh, the system, the green light to score, something that Jazz desperately needed in that second unit and a guy that really has relished that and is fit um, like a glove. To be honest, I didn't expect him to hit the floor, you know, running – with so much uh, understanding. I, I remember overhearing him uh, when he, the first day he was there and we had a chat with him uh, walking around on the, on the uh, practice floor. And he said, you know what? A lot of these plays, uh, I, I understand they, they run some of these with the calves. And I just think he picked up the system. Uh, the language is always different, but the, the concept or the theory, you know, are still the same. So he was able to make the adjustment. You know, he's, he's a veteran. He's been on an NBA you know, title run team, and uh, I think it's paid off for, for what the Jazz are trying to do. And like I said, he's fit, and he's really helped energize that second unit.
0: How long is Conley on a minutes restriction, and what will the lineup opening, starting the game, but more importantly, finishing the game, look like when he's off the minutes restriction?
1: You know, that's a good question. I think that's still in progress, guys, honestly. I don't have that answer. Uh, That's a higher-level decision, but I, I think, again, as you guys know, Coach Snyder's always been the way of, look, he's not really, tries not to put a lot of stock into starting, but at the same time, look how the Jazz have started games of late. I mean, the Joe Ingles, Rudy Gobert combination on the pick and roll has been impressive, and uh, even his three-point shooting is out of sight, and Donovan's been solid throughout. And Gobert's offense all of a sudden has been like something you just kind of go, whoa, uh, I like the hook shot. Can you do that on a consistent basis? But, you know, I think the closing minutes is something we'll have to keep an eye on to see, you know, what rotations he, he likes and, and who he goes with because those are the minutes that are going to count in these tough games and who is hot and who he trusts and how the matchups go.
2: You know, it's interesting to me. We hear about handicap in the West. Well, these teams have stars. Houston has the stars. The Clippers have stars. And the Lakers have stars. And the Jazz, well, you know, the strength of the team is the team. And that's true. But I'm calling bullcrap on that the Jazz <laughs> don't have stars because. I think when it's said and done, we got a new pair of statues, and these two guys at the top are bona fide superstars. I don't know if it's a reluctance to believe it, because you can't put them on the level of the original statues, because, my gosh, they were the foundation. And forever, a thousand years from now, they'll be the foundation. Not that I think the world will exist, but that's another story. That And so I think that folks are just, even in our own community, they're reluctant to put these two dudes on that level. And I'm saying, I'm calling BS. The Jazz have two superstars also.
1: You know, PK, if we were doing cable radio, you could really speak your mind. Yeah. Right? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, you know, I'd say all this is great, great comments because, you know, the foundation has been built. There's no doubt. I mean, it's, it's standing outside, and the owner and that building, by the way, uh, that was built so long ago with, uh, you know, the. We were talking about this the other day about David Stern being in town and up on that beam, you know, with Larry Miller writing their names. uh, And now, you know, the the building's been given a facelift, but all of it, PK, we've all been around to see it. It's, It's fascinating. And yeah, you know, 97 and 98, those years have ticked away and those statues still stand. But I think a lot of people would like to see a couple of others, another another layer of that foundation. Right. Yeah. And. I think we're going to see the coaches make the right decision uh, with with Donovan and Rudy uh, being placed in the all-star game. Both are worthy. The other pieces of the Jazz have their own worthiness. I mean, Joe Ingles is a guy you just can't help but respect and like in the way that he's savvy and crafty and plays this game at a high level. But the core, the heart, the heart beats, uh, you know, with Donovan and the strength of Rudy's defense. And, you know, you have to have core – uh, players and all-star players to really go to the next level, and I think the Jazz and Donovan's third year, especially, has made that jump. You know, he passed the forty-five thousand point scoring mark just the other night, and he joined the Jordans, the D. Wade's, the Mitch Richmonds, and the AIs of the world. And you know what? Those are those are elite athletes, right? And I don't think those numbers lie. I mean, what, what the performances we are seeing before our eyes are players. R- Team Since the days of, of Carl and John, and you know, yeah, D. Will and Boozer had a great combination. They got to the Western Conference uh, Championship, but this is a different field. It really is. It's a different. This is a different team level in my book.
0: Okay, that was forty five hundred, not forty five thousand, man. You just blew Kareem and Carl and oh, MJ and LeBron away. Oh, no, you yeah, were projecting
2: ahead. He wears forty five. So he's gonna get forty five thousand. I knew exactly what you were thinking.
1: See I had this car on my tail and I had to kind of swerve just and I guess I yeah, forty five hundred That's better. If it was forty five thousand, we would be building st- statue yeah. as we speak. So he's
0: really scoring at an unbelievable rate. <laughs> Donovan's averaging 200 points a game. It's unbelievable.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's Uh, unreal every night.
0: (laughs) I'm curious because when you travel with the team, you have a chance to get to know guys and just have casual conversations, and they'll tell you stuff because they know you're not going to go blurt it on the air and make them silly. But you're all watching and thinking this stuff all the time. How can you not talk about it, right? There has to be yeah. that kind of level of – and I'm curious. So you don't have to give anybody up specifically if you you know it's going to get you in trouble. But I'm just curious if 20 games ago, were there any short conversations, any looks or nodded head like, it's about to get really good? You know, there were – there was – Ingalls doesn't just go into the starting line one day. There's debate for a while, and different people get right. on board at different points, and you finally decide to do it, right? And maybe a trade can happen in a moment because you're waiting for another team. But when they know they've got Clarkson coming, they've already run a gazillion computer simulations on what they think the bench is going to look like once he's there. So I'm just curious of getting on the bus one day at some anonymous road trip. Somebody said, look out, I think it's about to get a lot better.
1: Well, you remember – DJ, I mean, I think Donovan, he told me the game before Toronto that we're taking this or reviewed after the game. And he, I said, you know, you told me, yeah, I remember. And it, look what we're doing. And I, I think there was a slow rise to what you just said. No one with the start that Jazz had. Uh, I think that there was a time that Rudy has made a mention that he wanted to be a better defender and he had to be more engaged and he made those comments in in post game uh and uh, months ago and all of a sudden it all just kind of filtered to the top i think when you have two stars growing together there's uh, obviously some degree of okay who takes the lead and i think that was probably part of the the issue earlier was okay Donovan Rudy uh you know Mike Conley is injured uh, and so, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of been staggered a little bit. Where are we going? Who wants to take the lead? I think they figured it out. Uh, Joe gets back in the lineup. Mike gets healed up. Now maybe he, for the moment, is coming off the bench. I don't see how the way this team is running and winning ball games right now that that's going to change, especially with the extension of the contract of, of Royce O'Neal. But hey, uh, I, I don't think I've seen a deeper team that has more scoring and different combinations that Quinn Snyder can use right now. And I think that is kind of fearful for a lot of teams in the West Let me just, and around the NBA. Let me just say this. It's been a while since we've walked into an arena since I've been calling games that I actually felt that the crowd and just the coaching staff of the, of the opponent actually is kind of fearful of having the, having the jazz in the building. Uh, and I think that run of road wins is proof positive what, of what we're discussing right now because, in all honesty, you know, that didn't happen since the Carl and John days where you could walk in and actually say, hey, man, we're going to win on the road. And I get that feeling a lot right now that the confidence is that high. Uh, and they play methodically. They play, again, I know people get tired of saying, and you said it, the team concept, but it's real. It's real. These, these guys are on a mission. And I think, you know, for Jazz fans, they hope they, they reach their, their goal title town that'd be great
2: and what better team to more
0: appropriately be on a mission than the jazz totally agree no off position on the genius switch bowler he just he just keeps him yeah. coming
1: <laughs> yeah look look at his i mean you know like i said you know he was he wants to build statues dj he, he you know the foundation the second layer he wants to build it so what's what's uh build it and they will come there you go
2: yeah i'm telling you right. this is the place
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i, I think it's it. obvious it's fun, man it's a fun time and sure i think it is. It's been you know it's it's uh you know winning for my job and for all of us yeah you know jazz fans you know it's like wow you sit back and watch the whole process and it was tough to start and look remember the summertime the level was so high and then it dipped because all the Prognosticators pronosticators believe the Jazz would be at the top of the West, or at least in that second spot. And lo and behold, here we are, 44 games in, uh, and the Jazz are number two for the moment. And I think the battle to come is, is right before us. And, again, everyone wants answers. I think we're going to find out a lot in the next two weeks, home and away.
2: I threw this at Locke the other day, and I said, because you had said it on the broadcast the other night, that the Jazz being alone in second is where a lot of people forecasted them, and here they are. And that's true. I can't argue with that. But I think, to me, the big surprise is when we forecasted them halfway through the season, approaching the All-Star break as being in second place, We assumed a major contribution from Mike Conley, and yet here they are in this position without, due to multiple circumstances, that major contribution from Mike Conley. So that's the big surprise. The surprise isn't that they're there, it's the surprise is how they got there, because we expected Conley to be one of the leaders in terms of being the better players, and because of injuries and other issues, it's not that case.
1: Yeah, no, totally agree. And when they write this season, that will be part of of the history of of what happened, right? Uh, And the fact that the Clarkson trade uh, made a a huge change, he had only lost, what, one game so far. That's amazing during this run. I mean, and remember the two losses were uh, against Miami by three and an overtime loss in New Orleans, so those are interesting to kind of put up in this whole, you know, 20-game run, and... Uh, you're right though. Mike Conley, that was the big trigger for most of the the writers uh around the country broadcasters who said that Jazz just made a, a a huge move and in reality it may turn out to be that way, but it didn't start that way, PK. You're 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 right. The Jazz had had to make adjustments during his you know, during him his time off the floor. I think Clarkson, Donovan regrouping and Rudy's defense and his offense now that has really started to kinda It's really impressive. I mean, they're finding him, and Joe, I think, was the spark to get him back involved in the offense. They've had a connection because, I think, of the longevity they've had, the two longest-tenured Jazz players. They know each other, and he was a guy that Mike, I think, had trouble adjusting to in the early games because of his play with Gasol in Memphis, different type of big man. Joe was a little bit more acclimated with the way he needed the ball, and all of a sudden the Jazz, you know, start, start running off wins, so... Uh, hopefully it keeps rolling and health is the biggest key guys health they're deep but you have to stay healthy to take your way to the top
0: bowler as always we appreciate a few minutes thanks for checking in and a rare saturday afternoon game
1: yeah a little matinee i guess that's prime time over in paris so uh gobert fans there will get a chance to see him uh they don't have to go to uh, wake up at 3 in the morning. So, yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing. But NBA's been doing that a little bit. I think this is our second game they call the international uh, spotlight or what have you. So in the States it's early, but overseas, which, of course, we have a lot of you know, uh, international players, it's a chance for some of their fans to see them and not wake up at 3 in the morning. So, yeah, 3 o'clock in the afternoon after dinner. After the game, it's dinner time, boys. Dinner. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Buller. All right, see you soon.